Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. What do women really want in a man? What traits do you need to have as a guy that's going to get women attracted to you and wanting to date with you? It seems like an argument that's been raging amongst guys on the internet for decades now, but actually there isn't much of a debate because anthropologists and psychologists have had this pretty down pat for quite some time now. And today I'm going to share with you the big six traits that women look for in men. Which do you have? Keep watching to find out. So, contrary to what most dating coaches will probably try to tell you, women actually do have varying tastes in men. That is, women like a whole variety of different traits in guys if they're going to find him attractive. Some women find some things more important than others. It shouldn't really be a surprise if you think about it, because most guys have very different tastes in women and look for slightly different things from each other. Um, However, most tastes that women have tend to fit into six very standardized Uh, qualities that women look for in guys. Now, of course, there are going to be outliers. So you have things like hybristophilia, which I've talked about before, which is a paraphilia that is an abnormal sexual attraction to men who have committed dastardly heinous crimes. Uh, This this accounts for a tiny, tiny percentage of women out there. But paraphilias, that is abnormal attractions, do exist amongst men and women. They're 10 times more rare in women than they are in men, but they do exist. However, Most women fit into the average bell curve. That's a greater majority of women, say 80-85% of women fit into the average bell curve and they're going to find these standardized six traits. Women are going to need these to be attracted to you. So what are these traits? Well, let's get stuck in. The first thing I'm going to talk about, of course, is the elephant in the room, which is physical attractiveness. For most women, physical attractiveness is a factor that women are going to find attractive. In other words, two men being absolutely equal in every other aspect of who they are, but one is more attractive than the other, 90% of women are going to go for the more attractive um, option of the two, just like vice versa, men are going to do the same. Physical attractiveness is an interesting one, however, because a lot of men think that it is the be-all and end-all, especially because for a lot of men, we think uh, for us, physical attractiveness is like the highest factor, the most important thing. It matters. It plays a role. But as you're going to discover, physical attractiveness is is just one of the many factors. And if you're lacking in the physical attractiveness, if your genes weren't kind to you, then there's a hell of a lot you can do to still be attractive to viable potential partners. One last thing I want to say about physical attractiveness before I move on from it, because it's so heavily debated in the dating, dating coaching circles. One last thing I want to say is that You can do a lot to improve how women see you and perceive you when it comes to your physical attractiveness. Your hygiene, your grooming, your style, your fashion, all this kind of stuff plays a massive role. I've seen guys go from like, ugh, to, huh, (laughs) right? That that simple, important shift in a woman's perceptive of you just from seeing a stylist and getting getting, a a styling makeover can make a massive difference. Now, obviously, you can't make up for everything. If you're tall, dark, handsome, chiseled jawline, you know, all these things, they're harder to change. And I get it. Um, but yeah, I won't go on anymore. It's been discussed to the nth degree. Physical attractiveness matters. It's not the only thing that matters. And if you don't have that in your favor, you can still be attractive to women. Let's move on. Number two on the list is one that's heavily debated amongst guys as well. But I'm going to get it more into the side side of this. 
It's called by psychologists financial stability. So women, one of the most attractive to features for a woman and a man, one of them is financial stability. Now I don't mean he's rich as Batman. I don't mean that he is like this crazy wealthy plastic surgeon. I mean he's financially stable. So financial stability could be a plumber who makes 80,000 a year, who lives in a not particularly flashy house, but he's paying it off slowly. He owns it himself. He's got, you know, he's financially smart and savvy. He doesn't make stupid decisions, doesn't have crazy out of, you know, out of the ballpark credit card bills, all this kind of thing. He's just stable. He's creates stability. Stability is a thing for women that look for frequently. So if you're a guy who doesn't get paid, who doesn't know when index paychecks coming in, if you're a financial wreck who earns an okay salary, but just spends his money left, right, and center, you don't have financial stability. And so that is a factor that's appealing to women. But again, you don't have to be filthy rich to, to make this criteria. You just have to be stable. You just have to have a solid income that's reliable and you have um, a bit of a financial savvy that you don't go spending your money left, right, and center. You're doing smart things with your cash. Number three on the list is emotional stability and maturity. Now, it's amazing how many guys will think, I mean, most men, most men think of themselves as being emotionally mature. They, they think of themselves, and what they do is they picture themselves day-to-day -day with life. They think, well, at work, I'm a very mature guy. People look up to me. I'm a mentor, goddammit. The truth is, the second they get into a relationship with a woman, their little child comes out, right? They get, they get narcissistic. They get needy. They get insecure. They're all these things, they're all these unresolved emotional issues come out, and really, they become a little child in the relationship. And I don't mean that derogatorily towards men who may do that. I certainly had this as a problem when I was a young man, my mid-twenties with my current partner. I had a lot of growing up to do as a man to sort of become more emotionally mature. So yeah, emotional maturity, you know, emotional stability is really important. It's a highly attractive feature for women, especially for long-term relationships. That shouldn't be a surprise. That's a really big one. So I didn't have that in the early days. I could still pick up and get laid just fine, but to have healthy, happy relationships, long-term relationships, I needed to work on that first. Number four on the list is honesty. And I know like the word honesty almost comes across as a little bit trite and done like, oh, I want a guy that's honest. Bull crap. Women love men who lie to them. No, that's not true. I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship with a woman where she's caught you lying about a small thing, like not a big lie, like I cheated on you and didn't tell you, like a small lie, like, I don't know, she caught you lying about the fact that you said you were alone that night, but really you headed out with some friends. That kind of a lie can destroy a relationship from a woman's vantage point. Like, honesty is huge for women, like massive. It can be big for some guys, but women on the whole, it's much, much bigger. So yeah, if a woman can find a man that she feels she can trust, because trust is a form of stability, you've got to remember that. And everyone wants stability in their lives. For women, women tend to want stability a little bit more than men, but stability is a big one. Trust is a big form of that. If you don't trust your partner, you don't have stability. So yeah, it's a huge one. If women feel that they can trust you, and trust isn't just being trustworthy, by the way, guys. Trust is learning how to engender trustworthiness, how to make a woman feel like she can trust you. A lot of guys are bad at this. A lot of guys, for example, I know in relationships, they're not cheating on their partners. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not lying. But they're also not good at making her feel safe and secure in the relationship, like she can trust him. So he's not building trust either. So that's a bit of a skill set to work on. I won't talk about it here, but it's a skill that you develop. And the better you get at it, the more desirable you're going to be as a partner, especially a long-term partner, because obviously trust isn't as big when we're talking about more casual relationships. Number four on the list, uh, hopefully you know this one, is a sense of humor. It is definitely one of the big six. 
It is massive. I think, personally, humor is what's gotten me laid more than any other skill, more than anything else. My ability to make women laugh has been a huge one. Um, you know, developing a very keen sense of humor is, is big. And you could be attracted to women without it, as I'm going to discuss later in this video. But yeah, being able to make women laugh, being able to tease, flirt, and banter with women is huge. I, I think of all the skills that can be learned, because you can't really change, uh, you know, your, your looks, right? But you can change your ability to develop a sense of humor. Of all the skills that you can learn, I think humor is the biggest of all of them. I mean, no woman has ever said, I don't like that guy, he makes me laugh too much. That's never been said in the history of women, ever. And last on the list is intelligence. So intelligence is a very attractive feature. Now, interestingly enough, I mentioned humor earlier. Humor is kind of a cousin to intelligence because the more intelligent you are, generally speaking, the better you are at coming up with, with witty, funny lines and banter, right? Because it is a form of intelligence that you're using to come up with humor. So humor is a way of demonstrating intelligence without showing off in other ways. But intelligence comes up in a conversation, right? In the depth of your conversation and the insights that you provide when you're talking to women, all this kind of stuff. Women find it sexy and not just for long-term relationships. When I was a younger man, uh, I used to, it was part of my, 80% of my approaches or my Pickups, I hate that term, but 80% of them that, that would lead to sex would involve a very deeply intellectual conversation that I'd have with these women. Not all women, again, pick your audience. Some women are just like, like party girls and just want to have fun. Forget it, don't bother. But most women that I'd be getting in bed with enjoyed, really got off on the intellectual conversations they were having with me. So, you know, don't, I think a lot of men feel like, well, I just had an intellectual conversation and she friendzoned me. Well, yeah, okay, because if you're not doing other things to build attraction, being intelligent by itself doesn't doesn't pass muster and you could just end up being a friend but using it as part of the attraction process can be really really powerful so if you're an intelligent guy and i know that my viewership i know my audience is above average intelligence uh then then yeah <laughs> um this is a really great feature learn how to demonstrate it really well combine it with other stuff maybe humor other other factors to build your attraction but intelligence is another is the last of the big six ones now, if you've been watching this list and you think, holy shit, I need all six of these to be in alignment. No, you don't. You actually need three of these six. So three of these six factors in alignment um, together, doing really well, and you're going to be attractive to women. Obviously, in an ideal world, you'd, you'd be great on all six, right? That'd be fantastic, but you only need three. So, for example, you could be, you could be a guy who is honest, and you could be intelligent, and you could have a great sense of humor. So you could be poor and you could have low emotional stability, right? And not that attractive. But if you've got those three, you're going to be attractive to women. On the flip side, you could be wealthy, have emo like, no, let's say you've got lots of financial stability. You're emotionally very mature and you're intelligent. And if you're that guy, you're also going to be attractive to women because you've got three of the six. So you can see that these are two very different types of men, right? One is emotionally stable, financially stable, intelligent. The other one's intelligent, but he's just got humor and honesty going for him. They're very different types of men, and it shouldn't be a surprise. They're going to attract different kinds of women. They're going to be attractive to women, but they're going to be attracted to different kinds of women. But it's not just the women that'll be different. The men are different, right? If you can picture a man who is, you know, emotionally stable, uh, financially stable, it's likely to be a very different kind of guy to the guy who, who who's very playful, very teasing, lots of banter, very honest and sincere, but just can't get his life together. He hasn't got the emotional stability to get his life together, or the financial stability. Very different kind of guys. Probably very different 
parts like times in their lives. One might be 20 years old, the other one might be 35 years old, right? Could be very different points in their life, but they're different men who are going to different, um, who are going to appeal to a different kind of woman. And that's what I want to get across too. Is it's not just one personality type. It's not just one set of features that you should try to engender to attract women. You should be looking at this list and thinking to yourselves, what of these six things, what can I really capitalize on? You know, if you're already a decent looking guy, capitalize on that, right? Be, be better looking, be as good looking as you can. In fact, everyone should, doesn't hurt. It'll almost never hurt you. Um, but you know, if you can if you can work on like intellectual conversations with women, or you can work on your sense of humor, or you can work on honesty and engendering trust and honesty, if you can work on your financial stability. So all these things you should be working on, and you shouldn't just be working on them for women. You should be working on them for yourself and building yourself up because every man should be working on himself, not for women, right? As you build yourself up as a man and get these ducks in a row, women are going to find you more attractive. But this is a bit of a list that you can look at and think, which traits do I, am I most likely to, to, to be able to demonstrate, right? And focus on those first, because once you've got them lined up, your success with women is going to take a very noticeable step forwards. I did mention that very different kinds of men are going to have different traits here. If you're trying to understand yourself a little bit better as a man and what your strengths and weaknesses are going to be with women, then I highly recommend you take my free personality test right now. It's a dating personality test that looks at 16 different aspects of your personality, both your strengths and weaknesses with women. So you're going to complete the test and it's going to spit out a set of um, an understanding about what's going to be your strength with women, what's going to be your weakness, what should you work on, what should you try to improve, what are you already likely to be good at, Knowing these things can be really incredibly useful when you go on this journey to get better with women because you're not trying to mimic me or be like me or be like any other dating coach. You're trying to be like you. And the way to do that is to know yourself. So yeah, totally check out this personality test in the, by clicking the link up here. I highly recommend it. For the rest, guys, what do you think of this list? It's an interesting one, isn't it? When you think about it, you need three of the six to be attractive to women. How are you feeling about that? Are you feeling good about it? Does it take a load off your shoulders? Are you feeling negative? Do you think that this list is a lie? That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.